We are very fortunate today to be joined by two guests, Peter Krajsa and Matthew Brown, our co-chairs and founders of the National Energy Improvement Fund. Uh, Peter Krajsa is co-chair and founder of NEIF, is a recognized innovator in energy efficiency finance, and Peter spearheaded the creation of a number of major national energy finance programs as CEO of AFC First Financial Corporation, a specialty residential energy efficiency lender operating programs nationally with a network of over 6,000 participating contractors. Most recently, he headed national channel business development for the innovative energy lender Renew Financial, which acquired AFC first in 2015. He's joined by Matthew Brown, co-chair and founder of NEIF, uh, who has worked in the energy finance and policy field for more than 25 years beginning with his work with the accounting and consulting firm KPNG in New York. As co-chair and founder of the National Energy Improvement Fund, he provides strategic direction for the overall activities of the firm, co-leads all capital raise activities to satisfy loan and capital needs, and leads implementation of the firm's commercial and rebate advanced product activities. Fundamentally, NEIF is a, you know, we're a lender, right? We're a consumer lender. We are a commercial lender. We provide advanced capital for contractors to be able to do what they do. You know, everything that we do is kind of focused on providing capital on, on being a lender. But we occupy this, this kind of interesting niche. There's a lot of lenders out there, but there are very, very few who actually specialize in energy efficiency, um, resilience improvements, electrification improvements. So We've, we've kind of built ourselves a, a very specific little niche as a lender. And, um, and we, we work a lot with utilities, we work a lot with contractors, work a lot with small businesses. And so, you know, fundamentally, you know, who are we? We're, we're a lender, um, but what's different about us? We're a lender for energy efficiency, renewable energy. Why do we care about all this? And why do I get up in the morning to do what I do? It's frankly, it's, it's really all about addressing climate change and, and everything that, that we do as a benefit corporation, as a mission-based for-profit lender is to really try to do something, even if just a little bit about climate change. NEIF, National Energy Improvement Fund, uh, really is came from Matthew and my work over the last 15 years in different disciplines in, in really helping increase the affordability of energy efficiency and resilience improvements for homeowners and, and, and business owners. And that's our target. Our target is how do we help make energy efficiency and just primarily essential energy improvements like heating and cooling and roofing and lighting and more increasingly things like battery storage and generators make it truly affordable for the homeowner or the business owner. From my side, I come from a, a consumer lending background and evolved into energy efficiency, working primarily through contractors who influence the decision, ultimately getting to the, 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 the homeowner or the, the business owner themselves. And I think it's, you know, the big thing that we've done is we've organized it not just as a compliant regulated lender, but as a certified B corporation or benefit corporation to kind of provide that holistic experience to both our customers and our employees in the community. Yeah, um, I think, you know, combining the knowledge of finance that you two bring uh, and putting it into the mix on the climate fight is such a powerful way to intervene. Is there some kind of distinctly community-oriented focus uh, to your work? 
we did a review of our residential lending a couple of months back. And what we discovered is that a little less than half of all the loans that we've done have been to low and moderate income households. So one way that we measure what we do and, and, and how well we do what we do is by looking at who we serve. Fundamentally, we are providing capital to enable low and moderate income households, not exclusively that, but certainly a good number of low and moderate income um, households to, to make those homes better, to make them better quality, to make them worth more. You know, that's one, one piece of, of kind of how we measure what we do. That's a little bit different from the traditional um, structure where we, we're just looking at profitability. Uh, of course, we are a for-profit company, so we are absolutely looking at profitability as well. The, the other piece, and this is a little bit harder to quantify, but we also, uh, we, we focus a lot on working with small businesses. We fundamentally support small businesses who are out there actually doing these installations. So um, we help them to grow their businesses. We help them to increase their sales. We provide capital um, to them to, to enable them to do what they do best. Well, and Franz, you had mentioned the term community, and this really just dovetails off of what Matthew just said. So, you know, we, we are lending residentially in about 23 states now and commercially nationally, but each of those is very localized. When you're, you have to replace your heat pump, you have to get an insulation in your home, you have to do something or, or choose to do something proactive, you're going to call a local contractor. So it's very, very, very localized. And our job, as Matthew said, is to support those contractors in terms of hiring people, you know, because we can help help them grow their business. And that job development portion of it is not easy to quantify, but when we, we currently support about a thousand contractors in those states. And, you know, some of them are, are large companies, but as Matthew said, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that the most of them are, you know, 10 to 15 employees or less, and they're all very localized and that's direct impact to a community. And then of course, what we oftentimes run very specific incentivized programs with a local utility or a state government or a regional program. And Matthew can talk about some of the programs that we're just really rolling out on that level now. That's highly localized. Fascinating, fascinating. Thank you. Climate and environmentalism as a whole is often thought as something of a luxury for more affluent communities, whereas disadvantaged and historically marginalized communities often are left out. How do you see that we can make a more equitable set of solutions that more people have access to and, and benefit from? You know, it's interesting. We've been, when I go back across our whole career, we've probably done 200,000 of these kinds of loans. So we we have a lot of, um, a lot of data to pull from. And, uh, you know, it's consistent with what we're seeing now where we're, the target for us is that kind of middle market, low to middle, moderate to upper middle marketplace. So there's no focus on a high income you know, extravagance. This is all essential improvements. But what we found is interesting is, you know, we are, we are a lender. So, you know, our delinquency and losses over time are negligible. And we have found that it's very, very interesting that um, the loss, these are consumer loans, for the most part, on the residential side, direct unsecured consumer loans, averaging about $8,500 for a heat pump or something along those lines. Um, our loss rates are, I'm going to say a third of what national banks and credit card loss rates are for similar unsecured lending. And what's interesting, that's across all income spectrums. So we don't see any 
higher losses in a low to moderate income pool than we do in a generic you know, middle income pool. But I think the other part of it is really the focus on affordability. And this is when it really drills down to the the low to moderate income borrower who is very, very concerned on a month to month basis about their monthly budget. So, you know, to somebody, a $150 payment may be inconsequential. To somebody who's only, you know, who, who has a tight budget, that $150 is really important. So, if the only financing option they're given when they're going to upgrade their heat pump is some kind of 0% for 18 months, you know, promotional kind of thing that they have to pay off very, very quickly, they can't afford that. They have to have a almost like a car loan for, for energy efficiency, something they can pay off in regulated payments over a five or seven or 10 year period. And I think that all influences the, the performance and the access to this for, for you know, all income levels. You know, Matt, I'm just kind of thinking about your, your question and thinking about some of the programs that we run and the, um, you know, where we, where we run them. Um, we're just about to launch a program in um, um, uh, Los Angeles County that's focused on multifamily housing. Um, it's not it's not explicitly designed for what you might call you know, it's not explicitly designed for subsidized uh, federally subs or, or state subsidized affordable housing, but it's it's uh, for multifamily housing in what are historically what we called you know um, the, the state will call you know DACs or disadvantaged communities. So there's um, uh, we are launching that multifamily financing program uh, jointly with um, uh, uh, LA County starting in, in just a couple of weeks. Um, so that's that's a, a, a one way to use financing to enable um, to enable multifamily housing property owners to upgrade the uh, comfort and the efficiency of their um, of, of the housing units that that, uh, that they're operating. Excellent. Yeah, I could see how lightening that energy burden. Um, both on the multifamily housing complexes and small businesses, as well as uh, straight residential, um, is, a, is a great way to promote more equitable solutions to the climate challenge. I wanted to just ask one bonus question to you all. Going forward into this defining decade on climate, you know, there's always a lot of stories of doom and gloom. And we'd love to know what what are you most excited about right now as your company grows? I'll say um, maybe maybe it's one word. It's scale. I think in the next decade, in the next five years, even if we're going to really address the climate challenge, we have to do it at scale. We can't be doing little pilot programs. We can't be doing programs that are just focused on. Um, you know the the you know a particular sector, whether it's low income or whether it's you know multifamily or whatever. Um, we have to be doing it at, at large scale. And what we have built as NEIF is a structure that is very scalable. Um, that's going to enable um, large numbers of of people and large numbers of businesses to uh, to reduce their climate footprint. And I think you know that's where we have to go. We can't. We can no longer be kind of doing onesie twosie kinds of things. And I also think it's the for us the confluence of pragmatism and altruism because we want you know we want to help contractors grow their business too. So you know this is a it's not one or the other. It's helping people make make affordable climate investments on a scalable basis like 
Matthew's saying, pegging it big, but also helping the economy and helping contractors grow their business and pro propel the, the capitalistic side of the whole equation. So it's that confluence, I think that makes it all work. So scale and confluence, there you go, two words. Cheers, cheers to that, <laughs> scaling up the types of uh, innovative financing approaches that you all undertake on a daily basis, I think is absolutely critical. So couldn't agree more and doing, doing it with a, that blend of altruism and pragmatism is also right where we are as a firm at Raise Green. So I uh, really appreciate you both joining us today and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing the National Energy Improvement Fund scale rapidly and uh, continue to, to do altruistic things in a pragmatic way. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, friends, and I appreciate it.